0: Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Unraveling the Veil with your host, Yara Rose, from the yararose.com website. That's Y-A-R-A-R-O-S-E dot Today, I want to talk about perception, one of the principles that I want to talk about about how we all have perceptions and how it's beneficial for us to understand that and not to always just take what we are perceiving as the ultimate truth, because may seem like the truth to us and our perceptions, but that truth may be completely different to someone else who's looking at it through their lenses. I think it's such a blessing that people have such different viewpoints and that we can all share and we can all learn and we can all grow together. And I couldn't think of a better month to do a podcast episode about perception than the month of December of 2020. Hey, I just wanted to point out that before I get to this next section, when I did create some of the content for this podcast episode, it was in December of 2020, and I had every intention of releasing this episode then, but something just didn't feel complete, and I, and I had a feeling from Spirit that it was just time to wait and hold on, and I'd get some more information that would make the package just feel a little more complete. So I didn't get it released in December, but I do think it's still important to point out. So I did leave it in there. So you will notice parts where I'm talking about 2020 as if it's still 2020. And this year of all years has so many people excited to put the year behind us and hopefully never have to repeat a year like this again. And I think that that's an interesting topic in itself because 2020 was challenging beyond belief. There are no questions about that. It was a year full of dramatic contrast and a major disruption in our normal routines. And I completely understand the sentiment of putting it in our rear mirror and hoping for the better in 2021. But I also think it's interesting because I personally grew so much in 2020. I am so grateful for all of the lessons that I've learned and for the opportunities that this year has presented me with that I may never have experienced in other years. So while I understand wanting this year to be over, I also understand how important it is to be grateful for the things that we do have and for the things that did happen this year. Because I know that every challenging thing that happens in your life is preparing you for something that's going to happen later. And I am grateful for all of the things that I've learned. I'm grateful for all the tools I've added to my toolbox. And I'm grateful for the time of reflection that I've had this year. I'm grateful for the relationships I've developed with my source and and my faith. And I think honestly that 2020 was a year that forced us as individuals to take a break from our everyday lives, which gave us an opportunity to really reflect on where we are in our lives, what we're doing and what really truly matters to us and what we stand for. I am very grateful. For everything that I've learned this year and I'm very grateful for this opportunity to talk to you today about perceptions because perceptions are a funny thing and there is not ever going to be one other person out there in this world that has the exact same perception on any topic whether it be this year or those colors of shoes or what you're wearing or why the sun looks the way it does. Every single person on this world has their own way of perceiving the world. Every single thing in your life has affected you and influenced you to view the world through a specific lens. Every single moment in time that we have experienced in our life has formed who we are to a certain extent how we reacted to that, how we felt about that. We have all of these experiences stored in who we are. They're shaping how we are seeing the world and how we are perceiving the world. And no matter how much some other person may try to perceive the world the same exact way that you do, they're not going to be able to because they weren't a part of every single piece of your life. And even if they were, so for example, if maybe you had a twin and you were raised in the exact same family and you were raised with the exact same certain criteria, the way that your twin experienced life is not going to be the way that you experienced life. And you may think that you're the same and you may think that you were part of the same situations and you had the same outcome, but the truth is that every person feels differently about things. And it's one thing that you may have experienced as a good thing, they may have experienced as a bad thing because maybe they felt that you were favored at that moment. And then they got this perception that you were better than them or you were the favorite twin and they were just the extra. My point is, It doesn't matter how close you are to someone, you still don't know how they perceive the world. Part of the reason I wanted to talk about perception today is because it's easy to judge people based on what we think and how we view life, but the truth is we really have no idea. And we as as an individual can grow so much when we set aside our lenses and we ask those people, What their life is like or why they chose to do or say that thing that we took to mean something differently or why they choose to sit in the same spot every day and drink that Coca-Cola every day. And wouldn't they rather have a water or orange juice or what is it about that that, you know, we can just learn so much from people. And when we judge and we criticize and we just put them in their own little boxes and assume this and assume that, we're missing out on life. We're missing out on great, wonderful stories and experiences and creating a broader lens to view life, to view people, to see how complex and wonderful this world really is and what it has to offer us. So I want to share some experiences with you to show you, to demonstrate how different or how wrong or how easy it is to judge a situation or a circumstance or expect it to be a certain way when really it's not. I would love for the people in this world to be more open and honest and less judgmental and more compassionate and caring and more empathetic because I personally think that that would make the world a greater place and I have a couple examples today of different perception points that I've experienced in my life or heard of or I just wanted to share and give you an opportunity to see life in a different way. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is an example of how sometimes our expectations for something play into our experience. After I established communications with my deceased grandparents, I became very interested in seeking out other spiritualists that believed in spirituality and had a faith in it, but they didn't necessarily have a relationship with the Catholic Church or any church for that matter. And I really wanted to attend a spiritual convention because I just wanted to be among other people that are like me. So I had high hopes. For going to one of these things and I had all these expectations about how amazing it was going to be to be surrounded by all these loving and understanding and caring and just people that have experienced this this side of spirituality for more years than I had because by the time, the time that I went to the spiritual convention I'd only been communicating in my head with my grandparents for maybe a month and a half so I was really looking to see how, how other people were using this information in their life and how it was making their lives better because I knew at that time it was really, it was making a big difference in my life and I was just curious what it looked like, you know, years down the road after you have been doing it for a while. And I was so excited to go to the spiritual convention. I went with my aunt and we drove like three hours away, stayed in the Airbnb and the first day was pretty cool. I met so many interesting people. I had my first aura picture taken and explained to me and that was amazing and some natural body butter things and essential oils and it was wonderful. I loved it. I met a family that that communicated with spirit And they just looked like they had so much fun. So we stopped and had a reading from them. And we had, oh, and I met this amazing lady that was so confident in her ability as a medium that she just pulled me out of the crowd and asked me why I was doubting my ability so much. It was crazy because I had no idea that someone could just pull you out of a crowd like that and just, Wham, <laughs> put it on the table right in front of everyone. She really impressed me, and I was excited to talk to her the next day. I didn't have the nerve then. Then I was just overwhelmed by everything, but I was excited to talk to her the next day. So needless to say, the first day of the convention went really good, and I was excited, and it, it was everything I had thought. And then the second day I went to the convention, and I had a slightly different experience I found the lady, I went immediately to her from the day before, and I had the most amazing reading with her, and I we really connected, and I enjoyed that so much. And then for some reason after that, I felt the need to get some crystals, because I didn't have any yet, and I knew that they were supposed to help you protect your home, and I wanted to be safe, so we navigated to some different crystal there's tons of beautiful crystal vendors there and so many people that knew so much about it and somehow we got on the topic of something that the specific person we were talking to couldn't answer the question and they brought us over to another another vendor that they wanted us to talk to to get that answer and it was interesting Because as I had went through this fair, both that day and the day before, I only spoke to the people that my energy felt good with, that felt congruent with it. And I avoided the booths that made me feel heavy or just disconnected. The more I'm in this energy world, I realize how important it is to pay attention to those type of things. So when this Crystal supplier brought me over to this other lady that was more of like a psychic medium. I was not sure how it was going to go because it would have been one of the booths that I had purposely stayed away from. And we got to talking about my new ability and what my goal was for the future. And man, that lady, she left an impression she told me all about how ridiculous it was to think that you can make a profession out of this and how you could only do it for fun and it was just something you could do for extra money on the side but it could never be an occupation and she went and told me this whole life story about it and then after i talked to her i talked to another person that i didn't necessarily want to but somehow i ended up there And she was telling me about the same thing, about how this was just her retirement extra money. You know, she's got her pension and all this other stuff, but you can never make a living out of it. And I remember leaving that day very angry and frustrated because, first off, I hadn't sought those people out. And there they were crushing my dreams before they even really got started. And I remember driving back that day just angry and really frustrated about how here I had went, you know, I had taken the weekend off and I had went out of my way to go to a place that I felt was going to fill me up and make me happy and, you know, (laughs) it sounds so silly, but I really thought it was going to like invigorate me and motivate me and, and fill me up. And here I was driving all the way home frustrated and angry that these people had told me my dreams were not going to happen and they were unrealistic. And I could have got that back at home. (laughs) I didn't have to drive three hours out of my way to get that information. I am surrounded by it every day. So I remember picking up my kids that night and my mom asked me how the convention went and I just went off about how angry I was and frustrated that these people felt that they needed to tell me this. Anyways, my point with this is my expectation of this convention was that all of these people had been in spirituality for a very long time and had cultivated this confidence and this relationship with spirit that was amazing and beyond words. And what I found was that it was just full of regular everyday people like you and me. And some were confident in their ability and had made a living out of it and were thriving and were excited to share that information with me. And the others were just doing it merely as a fun pastime. They still had limiting beliefs that will clear as day. And I thought it was interesting to see the differences. And I thought it was funny how it all worked out, where the people that I was drawn to the first day, and really the second day, were the ones that were more confident in their abilities and knew the possibilities. And the people that somehow I just managed to run into because of other people's interference were the ones that I really didn't go there to see. And that taught me several things. And the more I reflect on it, the more I'm like, oh, wow, there you go. <laughs> like, that's amazing. I just realized that whole interference thing right now. Like, when I went through that convention and I was based solely on how I was feeling and what I was attracting, I got exactly what I was seeking. And when I deferred and gave my power away to someone else, and let them tell me who I should talk to and introduce me to who they thought I should talk to, I wound up talking to the people that I really had no interest in talking to and then I let that be my experience for the whole second day. And I let that bother me for a long time because it really hit home. And that's the other thing I learned was I went there seeking validation for what I wanted to do, and what my gifts were, and who I wanted to become. And the truth is, I don't need validation from anyone. I didn't need validation from anyone at the Spiritual Expo. And I didn't need validation from anyone in my hometown. I have the validation right here within me. I have the validation from my spiritual guides and family. It was a very interesting experience. I learned a lot from it. I don't regret going. I look back on it very fondly. But it's interesting how your perception on something can change. I have had the pleasure of rewatching a series that I had watched when I was a child. And I remember when I was growing up, I was all team team A. I wanted the girl in the end of the love story, got a romance in it, and two boys and the girls back and forth between dating this one and that one. And by the end of my high school career, when it was over, I wanted boy one. And I was all for boy one. And I was so upset when she chose boy two. But now that I'm rewatching it, it's been really interesting to show me where I was at and where I'm now, because I can't even understand why she would have chose boy one, you know, like boy two was always there for her. He was always the one that was caring and giving her things that she didn't even think to ask for and supporting her and teaching her these amazing, great lessons. And sure, boy number one was her, it was her first love, but that's not necessarily what's going to get you through. I think everyone in their life has a first love. But I don't think everyone in their life should end up with their first love. There's different kinds of love. And when I rewatch it now, I see that the love that she chose was the more grown-up version of love. The person that was going to be there for her during the rough times and the good times and is always going to support her and be her partner in life. And as I've navigated life married now for 12 years. I understand that. I understand the difference between a first love and love for the long haul. And I get it. And it's been so fun to just rewatch it and see how much my perspective has changed since I was in high school. (laughs) Which, I mean, everybody's perspective has changed since high school, right? But it's just fun to watch that and see. Especially since I'm so into how different perceptions are creating different things in our lives. And that's how we view our life is through our perception. So to see how drastically it can change, which brings me on to how amazing it is how we as people evolve person I was back in high school is completely different than the person I am now. And heck, the person I was two years ago is completely different than the person that I am now. But yet so many of us meet someone and have them cataloged because of maybe who they used to be or how they look or how they dress or how they responded to one question. And we don't give them a chance to really show who they are. Which is a shame, because we could be missing out on some amazing connections and people. A while back, I took a, a class on Udemy by Kane Ramsey. And I love his classes. I just, I really personally relate to him. And I love his teaching style. And I love all of the examples and the stories he gives to back up and support the experiences that he's had and how he's so f- honest and free and willing to share all of this information that he's gained from years and years of schooling and experience. But he gave an example of perception that I think is so profound and I want to share it with you because it really, when I heard it the first time, it made me think of, wow, that will make you think twice about judging someone based off of a specific experience. So here's Kane's example. Let's everyone pretend that we are on our way home from a very stressful day at work. We have a headache, we just wanna relax, but we have to take the train. So we get on the train and we're just trying to calm our mind. So we're glancing through the newspaper trying to distract ourselves from everything else that's going on the train, just excited to finally be home. And all of a sudden, we hear two girls screaming, two little girls. They're just screaming and running up and down, up and down, up and down, laughing and giggling and causing all kinds of noise. And we are so angry. And it's just continuous. It just continues and continues and continues. And the more it continues, the more frustrated and angry we get because... We've already gone through this terrible day at work. We're just trying to get home and keep our composure until we can get home. And now we have to deal with these inconsiderate little girls and their inconsiderate parent that is not doing anything to get them to be quiet. So the more we stew on this and the more we see them having a blast and laughing and being loud. and. It interacts with our headache, which causes our headache to hurt worse. The more angry we get when we look at their parent that's, not, that's just sitting there ignoring them, like they're not doing anything. So eventually we get really angry, and we decide we are going to tell this parent off because this is unacceptable behavior. All of these people are on this train. They all paid the same amount to ride, and we should not have to deal with these loud screams and kids running up and down and bopping up and down and tossing a ball back and forth. So we go up to these little girls, dad, and we say, what is wrong with you? Don't you know that there's people on this train that just want some peace and quiet and just want to get home in one piece without tons of noise? Aren't you supposed to be the parent to these two girls? Why are you just sitting there staring ahead like you're lost in thought? You are supposed to be taking care of them. You are supposed to be making them be respectful to everybody else that's on this train. How dare you? If I was a parent, I would have had them sitting down. I would have them respecting all this other people. But no, you think that you should just sit there and let them do whatever they want. What is that teaching them? And you let all your anger just boil over and just out. You just let this parent have it. And then this parent looks at you and it's, and he says, I'm sorry, sir or ma'am. I, I really am. And he's kind of got a glassy-eyed stare and, and he looks as you see him up close, very pale, and wan and like he's almost like he was sick or something and you kind of take a step back as he talks. And he says to you, I am, you're right. I should have my girls sitting down quietly. I am sorry. We just got back from burying their mother in her funeral service. And I don't think they really understand what just happened because they're still here playing as if nothing just happened. And I didn't want to ruin that bubble for them. I didn't want to ruin that time for them because I know at some point they are going to fall apart when they realize their mother's never coming home again. And I just wanted to let them have this time to be kids and have fun, but I am sorry. Makes you think, doesn't it? I bet your anger goes right out the window and you wish you could take those words back. I feel like this example really drives home the importance of all of the other episodes that I've had and how you can utilize these tools to understand maybe yourself better maybe the situation better so let me give you an example of what i mean we've talked about how energy that we have is attracting other things of that energy so in this example this person you we whatever were already feeling like the day was not a very good day almost playing the victim role right it was bad it was just long you had a headache you just wanted to get home you'd already done all of this stuff and you were just ready to be done and it almost felt like the world had just played around with you a lot today and you had no control and then you were focusing on that fact that you were you had this terrible day and things were just rotten and you just wanted to be home and because of that I find that there's no coincidence that you were put on this train with this other man and his kids. I think that's an ultimate example of the universe playing by law of attraction. It put you in a position where you had attracted this situation, and then it was up to you and how you dealt with it. And part of changing your mindset and seeing things differently is understanding in that moment that you brought this on yourself. You brought the situation to you. You drew it to you in a way. You may not have consciously drew it to you, but you did brought it to yourself. And now it's here. It's in front of you. And you can choose to react the way that we did in the example, or you can choose to create new pathways to focus differently to see a bigger picture or an alternative reality you're faced with this opportunity and one of the biggest things that I created this blog and this website and this podcast for is to show that we are all accountable for where we are in life and we are all actively creating our lives and that it's up to us to be accountable for that and once we become accountable for that we can consciously deliberately choose a different life we can choose different paths we can create it differently and that's where we get to take the power back we don't have to look at the world as this evil place that's just attacking us at every turn keeps piling things on we're attracting differently Therefore, we're having different experiences and we're learning and we're growing. We all have this option, but first it has to we have to be accountable for our part in what's going on. So by focusing the way we did and by having the vibration we had, we created the situation. We brought it on ourselves. Now how are we going to handle it? Are we going to follow the old pattern and react the way that we did? Or are we going to stop Take some deep breaths and really look at what's going on. Really look at our part and how we were acting and what we were thinking and how that led us into this scenario. And then we can choose differently. We can say, do we really know that man? And do we really know those kids? We can ask ourselves these questions. Do we really know that he's being irresponsible? Do we have all of the facts to make that judgment? Is that our place to make that judgment? These are questions that we could ask. And as we start asking them, we understand that we don't have all of the answers and we definitely don't have enough answers to jump to the conclusion that we came to. That presents us with a unique opportunity because then at that point we can go, maybe I just need to send this man and his kids some love. Maybe, they're going through something that I don't understand, and it would be more, it would be beneficial for me to send them love and extend them grace because I don't know their situation. And and maybe I've done this a couple times when someone really aggravates you and they're really hitting your buttons. I thank them not not to their face, but energetically. I thank them because they are showing that I have a cycle within me that needs help. And they're helping me in their own way to release the cycle and to create a new pathway that's better for me. So you could send them love. You could send them thanks and gratitude and thank the universe for giving you this opportunity to break this cycle and create a new pathway. Or maybe if you really feel like you want to say something to them, you could. You could go up to him and say, you could say, hey, you know, I, I noticed that you're kind of pale today and, and now you're not looking so good. Is there something that I can help you with? you?" And you could create a connection there. It's up to you how you handle these situations. I'm just pointing out that there's other ways and that that's what we can do with these tools and how different that outcome would have been had you thought about it instead of just letting your cycle run its course and result in the way that it did. Are there any things right now in your life that could be perceived differently? If you take a step back and you look at that from different angles and try to put yourself into a different mindset, how would that change? In my experience, life is full of positive and negative things. Every day, you will experience or have the ability to experience positive and negative things. And what you choose to focus on and how you choose to perceive the day, it's going to attract more and more of that thing. How do you want to perceive the world? Do you want to perceive it as this evil place that's just trying to get back at you and trying to teach you one lesson after another, or do you want to see it as (laughs) a place of magic that's trying to help you to surrender pieces of yourself to help you grow into this into the most beautiful, wonderful being you never even considered possible. I am choosing to see the positives in 2020. I am choosing to see the positive every single day because I love attracting more positive things into my life. What about you? I hope you enjoyed learning about perceptions today. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Unraveling the Veil. With all of my love, Yara Rose.